All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Welcome to HR Latte, your connection to all things HR. Today's great HR department is foundational for today's successful business. Listen in as host Rayanne Thorne gets personal with practitioners and technologists, experts and thought leaders who care about the world of human resources. And now for your next cup of talent management, whipped to perfection. Hey everybody, welcome to HR Latte. So happy to have you back. And today I'm very happy to have China Gorman as my guest back on HR Latte. We get to discuss the Unleash Conference coming up in a couple of weeks. Hey, China. Hi, it's so great to be back with you. It's always a pleasure. You know, I think if I look back on the archives of HR Latte, I think you're my five-timer guest. I may have to get you a jacket. (laughs) Can it be be satin with, with, you know, embroidery on the back? Absolutely. I will get you whatever (laughs) jacket you want. It it is such a pleasure to to have you back on the show and to talk once more about the Unleashed Conference that's happening in Las Vegas at the Aria Resort and Casino, May 14th and 15th. Tell us before we dive in to talk about the conference, though, about yourself and how you became involved with Unleash. Sure. Well, I jokingly say I'm the most famous HR person in the United States who was never actually an HR person. (laughs) I led (laughs) for more years than I even really am comfortable saying out loud. I led businesses as the CEO or the president of national and global businesses that sold services and solutions for organization effectiveness through HR. So I know HR people really, really well. They've been my customers forever. And I spent a great three-year period as the chief operating officer and interim CEO at SHRM. So 250,000 HR people were my total focus for those three years. Wow. An extraordinary experience. And then CEO of the Great Place to Work Institute. And so of late, I am uh, serving on a number of boards, mostly for-profit, uh, HRCI, HR Certification Institute, nonprofit board. I do some public speaking, although a little bit less these days, but I spend the majority of my time supporting Unleash, uh, headquartered in Budapest, three big conferences every year about the future of work. Big one in March in London, which was a super success this year. In a week and a half here in Vegas is the second year. So we're really still very new in the North America market. And then the largest conference in the world of its kind every fall in October. It goes between Amsterdam and Paris. And this year it's in Paris. So oh, fabulous. Um, yeah, it's a great organization doing amazing things and really changing the landscape of live events for HR folks and other business leaders going forward. So I've always found it fascinating that you were not an HR manager at some point or a recruiter or, so what has been the most difficult part of that? I mean, obviously being a CEO and leading organizations, you know people and Mm -hmm. the folks that have reported to you that have, that have been in HR, Mm -hmm. how have you connected with them? What has been your secret? You know how in professional sports or even college sports, there are coaches who have the label of a player's coach. Yes. Okay, so I'm like an HR's CEO because I became a leader at a very young age as I, as I sort of worked my way up and around. I know that people, no matter what else is going on, people are the core of an organization's success or failure. And if you have the right structure, 
the right people in the right jobs and just the right people all the way through the organization who are committed and who are coming to work every day free as human beings to do their best work every day. That's how an organization is successful. And so in my leadership career, I worked closely with HR all the time because without the right great people, you know, it's not going to happen. I've known you for many years and I suspect that there is just this innate ability of yours to connect with with people and that comes just natural to you. You are effervescent, you're loving and kind. I mean, your whole demeanor expresses that. Is that something necessary for HR? I just want to dive in a little bit deeper about this because I'm fascinated by your experience and I know what an impact you've had on our space. I mean, I've followed you for years and, you know, I felt like we've been friends for years. So what do you think it is? Do you think it's, you have to be born with it? Or is that something that somebody who chooses to go into HR and is a people hater, can they turn that around? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I think there's more to it than being the opposite of a people hater. As a business leader, whether you're a CEO or the CHRO or the CMO or the CTO or whatever, you have to have a respect for people because until the robots take over everything, we still can't exist without our people. But there has to be a balance around strategy and function and productivity. I, I Somebody tried to insult me once, and I took it as the ultimate compliment. This was a few years ago, that they said I was the iron fist in a velvet glove, that that was my management style. Wow. And they didn't mean it in a positive way. And I, I thought, that's it. Because the iron fist piece is focus on productivity, focus on results, focus on moving things forward. And the velvet glove part is, but not by tearing down, not by using, not by destroying your people, right? They don't, being focused on results, being focused on servicing your customers, being focused on innovation, being focused on efficiency and effectiveness is not the opposite of being loving and kind to your people. It's not the opposite. With One without the other means an ineffective organization, in my opinion. I am so glad I asked that question. I love your answer. You know, I've I've often, early days of HR when it was called personnel or, you know, (laughs) in the basement, right? You'd have to go down and get your your paperwork from the basement. And I remember the warm fuzzies. Do you remember the little curly or the little fuzzy yarn ball with the googly eyes on it? And (laughs) And they would, when initially trying to make people feel good about going to HR or personnel, you know, they would hand you that we love our people. Here's a warm fuzzy <laughs> proving that we, we love our people, right? And, yeah. I, and I remember thinking that, you know, it, it is more to that. And your description of it is, is perfectly on point exactly how it needs to be because it can't run if we just put a flower crown in our hair and run around singing, let the sunshine in, right? right. We, right. we actually right. have to understand the inner workings of an organization in order to make successful progress and right. help our and, people and, to improve. Yeah. And I would say one more piece, um, and it's the, it's the thing that HR organizations all over the world and HR people focus on a lot. And that is how do you make the people side, the business side, Yeah, I love right? That. How do you run HR? How do you take care of all the people issues in your organization? And act and be perceived and partner with the business. And I'm using air, famous air quotes here, the business. And until and unless 
HR is part of the business and not seen as a nice to have or it's those people in the basement, right? Right, 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 right. Integral part of the business and strategy and yearly plans, it will, it won't take its, you know, its rightful place as a business function. It'll always be HR, right? I I love it. And we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to discuss Unleash and we'll be right back. HR Latte is brought to you by Never Enough Media. Tap into what makes your company different. The horizon of any business is lined with opportunity for growth, for change, and for success. And we're back. Just a quick reminder, I'm with China Gorman today with Unleash. You can check out the website at unleashgroup.io to learn about the whole organization, the upcoming events. We are discussing the upcoming event that's happening in a week and a half at the Aria Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, May 14th and 15th, China. There are so many events. You have been to so many. I've been to so many in the human resources space, in talent management, in recruiting, in talent branding or employer branding, in benefits, all of these HR technology, all of these conferences that are out there. Give us a rundown of what makes Unleash different from all these other events. There are several things, actually, that that do make us a little bit different. The first is we carefully handpick the speakers. And if you go to the website, unleashgroup.io, you'll see, if you click on the speakers button, you'll see the speakers and you will be impressed that it's not a lot of consultants. It's mostly CHROs and other types of business leaders. This is a a business leadership conference for business leaders. And so we carefully handpick the speakers. And then we also vet the attendees. This is an event for leaders and influencers. And so we create an event for very senior business leaders. Most of them are from HR. They're the top of the house and then the next level. And that supports then our exhibition floor who are great exhibitors and sponsors who really get the difference between a conference that if you pay your money, you can come with we really want to bring to the sponsors who and exhibitors who really make this possible, the people who can influence or make buying decisions. So there's a, there's an equation there that is between the sponsors and exhibitors and the attendees that I think is missing in most in most of these kind of live events. And you know that speaks right to my core. I as a <laughs> former HR professional, as a, a recruiter, as somebody who I like to joke around, say, have gone to the dark side and (laughs) have worked on the vendor side of HR technology and recruiting technology for years. It was very frustrating for me to spend thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to exhibit at these events and not be face to face with somebody who could make a buying decision. It was very frustrating to see the list of bloggers that were going to be there but but no list of people that would actually bring us a return on our investment by being at the event or all the branding that we had done leading up to the event. And so I, I love that this is part of, I feel it's kind of like the mission of Unleash to really Absolutely. bring these three parties together that can actually make a difference for each other, um, exactly. whether it's an attendee, 
an analyst group or the exhibitors that come together and really uh, make a difference for the future of the organization that that attendee is representing. Yeah, no, exactly. And so each show has has different themes. This year in Vegas, we're really focusing kind of on the future of work and organizations. Yeah, but our content is arranged around the following areas, trust and transparency, that's a big one, whether we're talking about society or politics or organizations, right? Truth. And we're going and we're gonna explore um, that in many different contexts. Digital transformation, atypical workforce models—they're springing up all over. What are they? How do they work? Are they working? Oh, I love uh, that. Yeah, democratizing data—that kind of relates back to trust and transparency. We've got some some content around workplace culture. And sort of, so the big idea here is the bridge between work and technology. And we've got some really interesting speakers this year. Esther Perel, best-selling author who really talks about, I don't want to say well-being because that sounds too not focused on the bottom line, but it's kind of, it's kind of well-being at work and the relationship between employees and work, employees and themselves. And that definitely they, impacts well, yeah, um, oh, bottom she's lines. Yeah. Peter Hinson, John Boudreau is speaking, and sort of the, the standout one is Edward Snowden. Um, oh, wow. Who's going to be beamed in from Moscow. And that's a very, that's very unleashy to have somebody so out there and controversial. And you might, like I scratch my head and say, so what does that movie star have to do with HR at some <laughs> conferences? Others may scratch their head and say, so what does Edward Snowden have to do with work oh. and technology, right? Trust and whole, transparency, hello. Trust and transparency, right? And the democratization of data and just the basics of keeping personal data private, keeping any kind of data private. So we're really excited to have him. And, I, you know, I'll bet we lost a, a registrant or two because it was a bold controversial choice as a speaker, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fascinating, but that's how Unleash operates, right? We're looking over the horizon and around the corner for big ideas that are going to impact and inform senior leaders as they are working on strategy, as they are working on, you know, forward looking plans, particularly as it relates to technology and their people. Sounds amazing, China. I am going to be able to stop by, so I'm looking forward to, oh, good. to oh, good. visiting everybody that I get to see at, at Unleash and hopefully drop in on a few sessions. And looking forward, so you have the event in Paris coming up in the fall. Can you give us the dates? Yep. October 22 and 23. October 22nd and 23rd. And if anybody wants to get in touch with you or find out more about the upcoming events, what should they do? They can email me, China at unleashgroup.io, or they can go to www.unleashgroup.io and click on the events tab and see what's happening a week after next year in Vegas and what's happening in October in Paris. But if anybody has any questions, I'm happy to engage and have a conversation. That's wonderful. Thanks again, China, for being our guest today on HR Latte, talking about Unleash happening in Vegas. May 14th and 15th. Hope to see you there. Thanks again for tuning in. 